I'm Glenn Kubish. This is The Three Things Podcast. humanities building on the University of Alberta campus and what Professor Bishop told us there in English 309 on those mornings long ago. Go out, he said, and notice things and write them down. This week, number one, a quiet house. Suddenly I'm awake and I feel there is no going back. I'm in bed, it's dark, but is it a work day or a weekend? What time is it? I fish for my phone in the waves of the covers and use the twisted earbuds cord to reel it in. I touch the face to get the time. The battery is dead. No music to get back to sleep either. I'm on my own. I brace myself for the usual goblin parade of my mistakes, doubts, regrets, and fears to come through the walls. A poem. I will recite a poem to keep the shrieking down. This is when it's confirmed that while I love poems, I don't know them by heart. They're in books or they've been outsourced to the memory in my phone. But I feel there is one that I had once tried to memorize with a seal, a singer. How do I search my own brain? Every request I send out for information drives right by without stopping, like a FedEx truck without my package. How about the books I've read lately? Is the poem in one of those books, maybe? I picture the covers. The the Nosgard novel? No. The memoir about the bar in Brooklyn from Peggy? No. The book of Poe short stories? No. And no to summoning Edgar Allan Poe in the middle of the night. Still, just out of reach, I can picture three stanzas printed in a book. They're sitting there on a right-hand page. I can see them, and then the image of the ink disintegrates, and I slip back from the world of print into the realm of orality where I am helpless. And then a voice. Heaney. It's a poem by Seamus Heaney. I find the floor with my feet and walk down the hallway through the kitchen. The clock on the microwave says 4.19. And toward the Heaney book on the little shelf on the wall by the dining room table. I close my eyes, flick the light switch up, and withstand the blast of orange onto my eyelids. I open my eyes. The book is on top of the pile. On page 23, there it is. A singer's house. I read a line, close the book, scratch it out in pencil on a sheet of printing paper, watch the next line emerge, check the book against delivery, and repeat, trying to imprint the poem in my memory for good. Number two, and memorized The Singer's House by Seamus Heaney. People here used to believe that drowned souls lived in seals. At spring tides, they might change shape. They loved music and swam in for a singer who might stand at the end of summer in the mouth of a whitewashed turf shed, his shoulder to the jam, his song, a rowboat, far out in the evening. When I first came here, you were always singing a hint of the clip of the pick in your winnowing climb and attack. Raise it again, man. We still believe what we here. Oh my, the singer standing in the mouth of a building like a like a tongue, like a voice. The poem is a rowboat, a piece of craft atop the deep. That command to sing again. Again, italics added, because the singing voice is prone to exile and the seals, the lovely listening seals, all of these things come in crystal clear at 4.42 a.m. Number three, a neighbor's house. Two days later, in the sun, I'm layered up and outside to shovel snow, scrape, 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 and then from a direction I can't immediately pinpoint the sound of laughter and music. I turn around, it's Chantal, the neighbor across the street, propping the front door open, her shoulder to the jam, holding a speaker. Chantal from the French for song, smiling out loud, shouting that she knows I enjoy the music, so here's some Christmas music for you while you work. I feel my spirits rise the way they do when a voice locates you out there. I raise my shovel and holler a thank you. She closes the door, I go back to chipping the ice. And then it hits me. 
We have just voiced and acted out the Heaney poem, corrected for, among other things, the season and the latitude and the current chemical state of water here, and that I haven't completely forgotten the seals in me. As they say, this resonates. See you next time. Music in the Three Things podcast is from the very original Edmonton composer and pianist Brendan McGrath. Check him out, friends. The end bells that you're about to hear are courtesy metal artist and O'Leary class of 82 grad Slavo Czech. One, two, three, four, check, check. One, two, three, four, check. <laughs>